0: Hey, welcome to Grounded with Brandon and Craig. We are excited to be with you for our twenty-second episode. I'm Brandon, and sitting across from me is Craig. You remembered your name today. I did. I I'm mean, proud of sometimes you. I'm good at that. Like six days out of the week, I can six do it. Six days
1: out of the yeah. week. And uh, so we're at number twenty-two. Number twenty-two. That's crazy because it should be like about twenty-seven. Am I right? It, 26 ish 26 ish yeah (laughs) Yeah, should be but you know what i'll take 22 now that you're back we're we're good we're we're, so um, we're gonna
0: record a full podcast today full podcast whatever that means either 30 minutes or five hours right it's hard to tell what you're gonna get but (laughs) exactly we are uh, in the stream room sitting across from each other i got my coffee you do and you're drinking out of a -a one-of-a-kind mug
1: and it's a grounded coffee mug and it's there's literally there's one one on the planet, and you have it. That is true. And just before we, uh, started to, uh,
0: started to record, he looked at me and he said, Where's yours? <laughs> yeah, do you have one? I do not. Well, you were supposed to. I was supposed to, yours but got canceled because of copyright infringement How is that even because possible? of the, the Bitmojis and mine got shipped. <laughs> they were different size coffee mugs, and, and then I got an email saying that mine shouldn't have got produced, but it did, and so here it is. So well, I have an illegal. You do have it illegal, which is good.
1: I mean, that makes it really, right. you, you've got that bad boy image now, mm-hmm. you know, so that's good. Yeah. So while we're speaking of coffee, I am not drinking out of the ground a coffee mug, but I'm actually drinking, um, Beyond Black from Black, Black Rifle, Rifle. And that's awesome. But for my birthday, which was a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. my son and daughter-in-law and his family got me, uh, kind of a little tiny package of coffee it was like a sampler package uh from minutemen coffee have you ever heard of it yes i have because you told me about it a minutemen coffee now i'm telling you black rifle is good mm-hmm. minutemen is right there if not better nice, nice and and i love it because they've got all different kinds of like you know things that you can do and I, um I love what they say on their website. We're unapog- unapologetically patriot. Nice. And and I thought that was really good. And they have all these different coffees that you can get. They you know, they've got like um I'm going to see if I can find some. I'm like Don't Tread on Me, Betsy Ross, American Patriot, I love this coffee. Come and take it. Nice. You like that? Nice. I like that. Um so yeah, they've got they've got several, you know, coffees. Uh, they've got one called Rebel which is supposed to be extremely oh, yeah, like, stout. Yes. yeah And then they have their only decaf that they have. Are you ready for the name of it? Mm. It's called Liberal Tears. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's great. That's great. <laughs> so, you know, I thought with, you know, with the message yesterday, what we're going to talk about, let's talk mm. about Minutemen, and and give Minutemen Black Rifle plugs. Coffee yeah.
0: and unapologetically Patriot. That's great. And, yeah. You know, so, but yeah, anyway. Black Rifle does a lot for the, um, for the military community they are um they're veterans the guy that started mm-hmm. black rifle was veterans so that's yeah. great that there are companies out there like that i am drinking coffee or die and that is probably my favorite black rifle coffee as of now um i've got some uh black Beard's delight at home that's pretty good too but coffee or dye is up there. It's, it's Coffee or dye? I don't I think. think I've had that. Oh, really? No, yeah. it's good. Yeah. It's a medium roast. Okay. Well, I like Beyond Black, so. Yeah. Well, you know, I think, I'm thinking Blackbeard's Delight may be a dark roast. Really? I can't remember. I'll have to check. I'll bring you some in. It's good. So, Anita and
1: I went to um, the Der Dutchman uh, a week ago or mm-hmm. so. I know you were there. We, we, were, we were there Friday night. We were there the Friday before you. And so, you know, they have, you know, as you're going through their bakery, they have like, you know, you can buy all those donuts and mm-hmm, food and mm-hmm. which is really just Sweet. walking through there. I gained 10 pounds. You right. know how that is. But, you know, where they have the coffee where you, you can grind your coffee, you can pull yes, the beans yes. down. we got this called salted caramel coffee mm. and we've been grinding it. And then we have been press potting it. It's some of the best coffee I've ever had. I don't know if you've ever had it or not, but it is so good. So if you ever get the chance and you're back at your Dutchman, grab a bag of the bag of the salted caramel. I don't think you're going to be disappointed. And I'm not a I'm not a flavored coffee I'm not guy either. I'm not but either. But it doesn't taste like what you think that it would. It is just enough. There's just enough tweak to that because when uh, we got it, I'm like ah, I'm not going to like this because I just don't like s- flavored stuff. flavored coffee. Yeah. But
0: this is good. Nice. This is this is super good. I'll have to I'll have to make you a cup. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. And I will bring you some Blackbeard's delight I'm and. Ready. Black beard black, beards? black beard. black like beard. Black beard. Like a pirate. Yeah. There's a cool picture of a pirate on it. Really? Yeah.
1: I like that. Yeah. So what's, uh, how you doing? You're, you're Getting. looking, you're looking good. You were up, uh, up on the, uh, stage platform, uh, yesterday yeah. playing a little bit and yeah, you that was stood, you su- sat, stood, I you said, stood. I you sat.
0: I had to sit a little bit. It's, yeah. That's what my mother-in-law asked me, uh, yesterday afternoon. She was like, you, you maybe overdid it a little bit, didn't you? I said, I, I don't know that I overdid it, but you know, I definitely, got a little bit tired, you know, standing there and and I kind of got into it. It was it was a blessing to be able just to play again. Right. You know, just to be able to to worship from that side. you know, it's been 4 weeks that I've been, right. you know, since I've been in a service mm-hmm. um on that end of things. You know, right. I was back last week and and I ran the live stream in here with the video. Um so if there were any mistakes and there were a couple that was my fault last week. Yesterday, we had a little issue with have the live issues, stream, I, yeah, I, I was told. Yeah, our computer told. locked up, and it locked everything up. And so I don't know if it was the computer or if it was the Blackmagic software stuff that um, you know that we run everything through, um, our switcher and all of that. Blackbeard, Blackmagic. Blackmagic. There's a lot of Black going on. There is. Beyond Black? Beyond Black. Oh, my yeah. goodness. Okay. Um, but we, we got it figured out. Logan and Michelle were in here. They did a great job of of kind of starting the process of getting things shut down, but then the computer locked up completely, and so I had to literally just hold the power button down and just hard reboot it, which is not good on a computer. And we can't stop the service, so you can do that, so you right, just got to hey, keep moving uh, on. can you just pause, for, can you tell some jokes for a minute, and <laughs> we're going to get the live stream. So yeah, we, we missed the first probably four or five minutes of your sermon, but we got it up as quick as we could, and I'm going to get in here and clean that computer off this week and try to hopefully, yeah. I don't know if that was the problem or not or if it just, you know, whenever you're dealing with technology, things like that happen. And so. Well, I know when stinks, I came, uh,
1: at the service just started the second service and I walked in here and, um, Logan and, um, uh, my mind just went blank with Michelle. Michelle. Logan and Michelle were in here and, um, they were already uh, saying they were having some issues because they couldn't get the words up, uh, for the music okay. and then they're, he said something was not working right yeah, and so i'm was, wondering
0: if that's to see all of that goes through the switcher so i'm okay. wondering if maybe so he at, was like that i mean he problem. said
1: is is allie or clint around And yeah. i said well i i text clint um but i didn't hear anything back from him and i was going up front and then i, I got allie yeah and she um she went back
0: yeah and, and i know from being up front you know when something's wrong you know when somebody comes in and grabs allie and I, cause I saw Michelle with you and she had the iPad, which is what we, mm-hmm. we mixed the the sound with for the live stream. And, and so I was like, oh geez. So I walked out and was like, is everything okay? And Allie had actually texted me. She said, go back. They're having issues. Mm-hmm. So I, I saw that and mm-hmm. came back and then we got it figured out. And again, whenever you're dealing with technology, it's just yeah. part of the game and it It happens. is what it and is. I know it happens sometimes. Thankfully you know? it doesn't happen very often, but, but no, you, you it was great to be. Um, great to be in service. It was right. great to to see people, but it was it was good to be able to play. I think next week I'm going to try to sing a little bit. I um, sang a little bit yesterday, but James was having some throat issues. But um, before first service, I had given him some throat coat tea, and I love throat coat tea, um, especially this time of year when pollen is bad and things start to fly and corn husks, you know, are, or corn husks and, are tasseling and, mm-hmm. and all of that. <clears throat> but So he drank a cup before first service and then, um, there was a song that who you say I am. He just couldn't, couldn't hit it the octave up. So he sang the octave low and I, um, I sang the octave up first service and Christy sang the octave up and then second service, I went to go start singing. He, he had had another cup of throat coat tea before second service and man, he started belting it out in the octave higher. And I'm like, well, I don't even have to sing great. Really? So it was good Good to go. Good deal. So he is now a firm believer in Throat Coat Tea. Okay. There's another plug for us there, the Throat right? Coat Tea. I've been drinking that for years. We need years. to get paid for this, for these Coat. Uh, you know, you know what? Wow. We've got to get some endorsements. Yeah, we do. Because we, we throw a bunch of things out there. But no, I went down there a couple, um, two, three, uh, it's been longer than that now, four years ago or so, to Portsmouth and opened up for Micah Tyler. I led some worship before Micah Tyler did a concert down there to an event they had and, I um, was talking to Micah Tyler and him and I started geeking out talking about throat coat tea and all kinds of other stuff. And he was telling me about stuff that he took for his throat and everything. And so, you know, everybody else was like, huh, oh. they were like yawning and stuff, but here we were like all excited talking about tea. Oh, <sighs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Craig's yawning. He's done. He's, he's, he's out. So, <laughs> he's <good. laughs> but no, I thought it was a good service yesterday. We were still yep. low in numbers and, yeah. but you know, that is what it is. And yeah, it is. I, you know, I, I've, I've noticed a, um,
1: and I've talked to several people that some of the, you know, unless it's a huge, humong, humongous church of thousands, you right, know, right. Um, but even there uh, right now seems to be low. And I don't know if it's the, uh, all the, uh, mumbo jumbo and, um, hoodwinking that we hear coming from the government right. and people are just in their minds. I don't know if it's, I, I don't know what it is. Yeah. And, um, I just know that i really I believe with all my heart that God is has for the last eighteen twenty months been fanning the flames and mm-hmm. he's either you know telling you get busy or you need to move step to the side step and let side, those right. who are going to do do the job and And I, and I 100% believe that. And I know some people don't agree with that, but you know, it is what it is. That's exactly what I believe. And I think that's exactly what's going on Mm -hmm. here. So, um, so yeah, I mean, it's funny because we will have a really high, high attendance and then it'll, you'll drop 40 or 50 people. You're like, where, where did everybody go? Go. That's like, um, yeah, it's just crazy. So, but no, you're right. It was a, it was a good day. I thought, um, I thought the worship was good and. Mm I thought the, uh, you know, other than the little skiff with the, uh, live stream, which I didn't really know, you know, what you guys were doing back here, but, um, but I thought everything went, went very well mm-hmm. and people seemed to be pretty receptive to yeah. to everything. So but yeah, it was a good day. Last night I know the student ministry had uh was it their second time? Uh, that was up? their second time mm-hmm.
0: back? Yep, from summer break. Uh, yeah, they had quite a Yeah, they had about thirty or so as yeah, they said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, th- I think they were running between forty and fifty actually right. before they broke, but right now I, I know that there's just a lot going on and mm-hmm. and so they had <clears throat> about thirty last night and had new students again. That's great. And and that was a, a trend that carried over I think from before they, they separated and broke from right. summer break, they were having new students every week. Yeah, um, and so God is definitely doing something there in that ministry, and that's exactly exciting. so. We've got uh, our night of worship coming up this coming Sunday night. Uh, we're gonna keep things simple, go with songs that a lot of people know. You know, we're not gonna have any TVs or anything outside because we're gonna be outside. And the weather? Did you look at that? I did.
1: It's supposed to be nice. And you know what? I am not even going to mention the word s'more. Because of this, I'm not. Didn't. I'm not going to mention you know some more worship with Jesus, mm-hmm. some more love for Jesus. I'm um, some more worship with Brandon. I'm not going to mention the word "more" just to let you know. So I'm going to relieve your mind.
0: Yeah, he's walking out the door <laughs> <laughs> and now you've got grounded with craig right <laughs> yeah sunday's gonna be a high of 72 it's See, gonna that's be perfect. glorious and so, by uh, worship uh, night of worship starts at six starts at six if you're coming um, bring a lawn, lawn chair yeah bring a little comfy chair that way you don't have to sit on a hard metal chair or anything but um, it's gonna be a good time we're gonna gather around the fire pit and
1: so is there actually gonna be a going. fire
0: there's gonna be a fire going Please tell me if somebody else but Clint Matlack is I'm, going to light the fire, because it'll sure be we, a smoke pit is what it's going to be. I'll make sure we take care of it. All right, perfect. Yeah, so we're looking forward to that. I know we've got uh, Young at Heart that's starting up. We talked yep. about that on Thursday when we did our little special um, Yep, Back at You podcast, and, or yep. We're Back, whatever you want to call it. Um, and so if you're in the RCC area... and. Want more information on that? Reach out to the church and will get really that for good. you. So it would be good. I know they were signing up people yesterday. Yep. Yep. Hey, back to the night of worship real quick. Did you
1: see, I just looked, did you see the temperatures at 6 o'clock? uh 63 degrees. Oh, man. That is a perfect night for fire. Maybe I'll wear my grounded sweatshirt. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll bring s'mores. There you go.
0: Well, are going to have to have s'mores now because you've talked about it I so know. much. People just – like the subliminal
1: is already right? there. So those will, people will show up if they've been listening. They should be like, where's the s'mores? Where's yeah. the s'mores? Well, and, and
0: I'll actually be able to have one. We're starting well, – well, we were going to start the caveman today. We were going to kick it back off today. But we got together with my in-laws yesterday. My daughter made a cake for, for my father-in-law. It was his birthday um, a few It's days good to ago. get a cake on your birthday. It, I'm going to make you your German chocolate cake. Sorry, I was in the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? That's really the only excuse. But anyway, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> um, but so we went over there, and, and my mother-in-law was like, well, I'll just pick up pizzas, and and then we'll have pizza and then cake. Wow. I was like, okay, that's fine. And I looked at Allie after we got off the phone with her, and I'm like, um, we'll start the caveman diet on Tuesday because we had already planned last night to do chicken fried rice. Right. Um, you know, and there are just things that we haven't had in so long because of being on the diet that right now we're not on the diet before we go back. So it's like, um, yeah, we'll start on Tuesday, but yeah. so we're going to do chicken right. fried rice tonight. And, but we're going to, we're going to only go through the week and then the weekends we're going to just splurge mm-hmm. a little bit. And, but I tell you what, we, and, and Ali has mentioned this and I, and I can attest to it. You feel different when you're not on it. Like yeah, when you do. You on, really do. When you're on the diet, and it's not a diet. I mean, to me, it's a lifestyle. It, it is. really is. But when you're on it, you just feel better. You do. You feel healthier. You do. And so.
1: And if you fudge every now and then, you yeah, know, it is what it is. Sure. But But you hop back up on there and you I have and a you dozen Oreos and milk. So there's a new restaurant opening up in Delaware. I don't know if you know this or not. It's supposed to be open. Yeah. In, it's based upon, if you've ever seen the Godfather movie, it's based upon one of the restaurants. in the gotcha. Godfather. Well, I just heard one of the things that they're – and it's like Italian foods and all that, but one of the item menus that they're getting ready to put on – I don't know the name of it, so I'll try to get the name of it for the next time. One of the item menus that they're putting on is called Pizza Fries. you ever Mm -hmm. heard of that? No. So here's what the guy told me. I'm going to serve pizza fries. So you take either the crinkle fries or the steak fries, and you lay them out, and then you sprinkle – Pizza sauce, heated pizza sauce on top of your heated fries. Okay. And then you um mozzarella cheese and then you chop up um pepperonis, put okay. in there. And then he said you put it back into the oven and let it kind of like oh, yeah. brown. You broil it. And you yeah. pull it out. And he said it's the best thing you'll ever have. And I'm like, where did you get that idea? And he said, my grandmother used to make them. So he said, I'm going to have them at the
0: restaurant. That's great. That sounds great on like steak fries. It like, does, doesn't I bet, it? I bet that would be wonderful on steak fries. Right.
1: Thank you guys for joining Grounded. And Brandon and I are going to go have pizza fries. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for sure. But anyway, how about that? I Part thought I'd that. throw that in before we get
0: started on before our. We get started on yeah. them. Yeah. Good deal. I'm excited about that, man. Right? <laughs> yeah, find out the, the name of those fries. things.
1: So anything else going on with you? <laughs> not much, man. And, you know, just trying to, you know. Living the dream. Living the dream. And um can't believe we're already halfway through September. Can you believe that?
0: It's crazy. No, hunting season is upon us. Mm-hmm. That starts this coming weekend, which I can barely pull my bow back now. I lost so much strength. <laughs> right. So. I'm not going to be going this weekend, but. Right. Trying to talk my wife into letting me get one of those Fat tire electric bikes It's been big in hunting lately anyways But it's like, you know, that way I don't have to walk And, and my oxygen levels won't drop While I'm going to the tree stand Bro, that would I'll let you know how that works Yeah, out. do it, yeah, let me know <laughs> Hey, I do have good news though Okay we only got, like, 13 more Sundays, and it's Christmas. It's beginning to look a lot. How, like pump, how pumped are you about that? My daughter has... You and my daughter, like, I think there's been a turn anyways, because she's starting to kind of take to you. Used to be, like, she didn't have anything to do with you, Kennedy. No, yeah, she one.
1: had nothing to do with
0: me. Nothing. Like, she didn't... She'd stick her nose in the air and walk right on by. If she talked to you, it would be, where's Anita? <laughs> exactly. And that, that would be, like, the she'd only like, thing she'd say to you. Where's Anita? <laughs> um, so... But yeah, she she talked to you last week. She, she was did. at preschool and she um but she has been singing Christmas songs like crazy. Um her and I are we share a uh, you know, the a, Oh Christmas Tree has been her big one. Well, you know what? I could get into that. Yeah. I'm trying to get her to say branches. I'm not sure what she says there. She's like, "Oh Christmas tree, oh, how lovely are your and I have no idea wow. what it is. But yeah, so it's like, it's
1: branches. Well, that's going to be fun. You know, get her to sing and uh, start playing that Christmas music.
0: Pull those Christmas car- uh, cartoons up and start yeah. showing her. She'll be pumped. Can about I be that. honest? Yeah. So <clears throat> after I got out of the hospital last week, I, I've got a Taylor, a baby Taylor at home. It's just a mini guitar. That that way, I don't have to take my guitars here back and forth and, right. and lug them back and forth and stuff. And so, I pulled it out and was playing, and I pulled my iPad open and was just going through songs, and I was hitting Christmas songs. I was like, and so I was clicking on it. So I was playing some Christmas music last week. It's like it's gonna be time to start playing. It's addictive, it soon isn't it? It's, it's is. addictive. It is. It's addictive, because once you listen to one,
1: you're like, oh, you know, I want to hear this. And then you're like, I got to hear Blue Christmas, and then I got to hear. Pretty soon, you've listened to 12 Christmas songs. And you're ready to go to Hobby Lobby to start shopping, because
0: their Christmas decorations are up. I I have a question for our listeners. You mentioned one of my favorite songs, and I know there are so many different versions out there. Blue Christmas. (laughs) Oh, 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 oh. See, that's your favorite version. You you like the Elvis version. I do like
1: the Elvis version. I've got
0: two of them that I like.
1: Please don't tell me Porky Pig.
0: Porky Pig is one of them. And the other one's actually pretty close. It's the man. Which is... I'll have a blue. Well, yeah, that's you know. I'll, let,
1: I'll admit that's pretty. I mean, actually,
0: that's pretty good. I love me some Willie Nelson. That's pretty dang so good. So send us a comment. Comment what whether you're on Apple or or Google or Spotify or whatever. Let us know if, if you like Blue Christmas. Who is the favorite version that you like to listen to? If I could have a combination of Willie Nelson. Yeah, that's mine. That's mine, man. If if I have, that's mine. A combo of Willie Nelson and Porky Pig. Like, if somebody could do that, like, (laughs) that would be Nelson and Porky Pig. (laughs) That would be great. Oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. So that was mine. Elvis is mine. I mean, I just, you know, I like Uh, that. See, here I am. I'm stinking ads. You know, I was trying to. To pull up Porky Pigs and
1: Yeah, Porky Pig you uh, first time I ever heard the Porky Pig version Was when Derek Wright brought it in yes, The staff we meeting staff I meeting. about died First time I heard that That was the craziest thing I, I drew this cartoon all by, by myself but, uh, Brandon has now turned I'm into Porky on, Pig I'm an artist uh, I, I hope you like it I'll have a, 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 a Blue <laughs> a Christmas no, we here without you. Okay, maybe I like Porky better. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you, you think we could get him to come? Yeah, I think and, we and, could. And perform. He could do that during the countdown. Yeah, I think Mel Blank died about 30 years ago. But anyway, that's right. Cool. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> but hey, we had Elvis and Porky Pig here. What else can you what ask else for, pig? right? What yep. else can you ask so
0: we're going to sign off now. We're not even going to talk about the service. Exactly. And... <laughs> so yesterday. <laughs> yeah, let's, let's get into it. People are like, okay, I'm done. I'm out.
1: We, we've lost everybody. Yeah yesterday was um you know the title the um the message was is this a Christian nation and um you know because we hear today so many things about you know this is not a Christian nation and then right. you had Barack Obama stand up and actually say you know this is not a you know a Christian nation and because we're a nation of so many other things but the fact of the matter is is that this this country was founded for Absolutely. um on Christian principles mm-hmm. and um you know, when King George the Third he was such, ruled with such an iron, um, ruled with such an iron fist that, um, you know, he, uh, uh the founding fathers had no recourse, you know, right. when it comes to right. taxation or, you know, the Church of England yep. was, were, it, it had to be you know, that, that way or it was yeah, no way strict. at all. Yeah. They were very strict and all that. So. Um, I think the founding fathers, and, and I mentioned yesterday, you know, I'm going to read these quotes and, you know, uh, yesterday and they're going to sound so great. But, you know, these guys are just like you and I. I mean, they're, 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 oh, yeah. they're, they're they got flaws. They got sins. They're not perfect. They're going to sure. react. They're, they're going to do stupid things. But on the, on the recourse, it's like, you know, they are, they're setting the, the standard for what this country is. Right. And, uh, you know, we have, you know, today, you know, we have colleges and universities mm-hmm. and even public school, you know, they're trying to teach other things about, you know, I mean, I, I can't even tell you how many times I've heard over the course of my life, you know, uh, especially over the last 20 years, you know, things about Christopher Columbus or George Washington or John Adams or Thomas yep. Jefferson or, you know, you start going down the end up these guys are just, you know, they're not good people. They're racist. They're, they're this. And, um, and I think it's sad because, um, a lot of people, christians yeah. get sucked into that exactly and get hoodwinked into yeah. that and um and that's the uh that's the that's the fault of us to yeah. not that where we're not being more discerning for sure for that so um but yeah i mean whenever you talk about things like that everybody kind of lands on what's he trying to do here right and i'm not doing it to make you feel uncomfortable and i think yesterday at one point i said you know this is not about democrats or republicans because yeah. honestly And if you guys are listening to me, I don't like either of them. I think, I I think the Republicans are just as dirty and as bad as the Democrats and the Democrats are absolutely horrible. So there you go. I'm, I'm, I'm a neither. I'm a neither a Democrat or a Republican. You know what I am? I follow God. Exactly. And we're whatever person, whether that be a Democrat or a Republican or a Whig party or, Whatever they want, a bull moose party, whatever it is, tea party, if that person has, uh, got their, um, got their life aligned with God and they're mm-hmm. talking the biblical mm-hmm. principles, uh, they got my vote, whether you're Democrat or Republican. Yeah. And, uh, so this is not Democrats and Republican. This is, this is what I believe with all my heart is that it is, um, this is spiritual warfare. Right. And this is not just the Democrats are Republicans. Uh, not agreeing with the Republicans and the Republicans aren't agree- dis- they're disagreeing with the Democrats. This is now spiritual warfare and all-out attack against you know patriotism against the things of God against the things of the church and um,
0: it, I don't understand how people don't see it right It, it boggles my mind right. so. and you said yesterday too you know you said to look for those of you that think I'm going you know I'm political yeah I'm not. Um, but I just want to give you a history lesson. I, I want you because there is so much misinformation and disinformation out there, right? You know, they're tearing statues down. They're they're removing all of this stuff from public places, um, because they're trying to you know they're trying to make these these men out to be these awful awful exactly. guys. And, and and like you said, were they perfect? Absolutely no. not. No, but they did stand. Their foundation was on God. Exactly. And that's very clear in, in these quotes. I love that first one that that you had. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, that was, we recognize no sovereign but God and no king but Jesus. And if you notice in that quote, that's actually a slap against King George because mm-hmm. the king's sovereign, yeah. and
1: he mentions king. So, I mean, he's just coming right out. And that was John Adams, correct? That
0: was John Hancock. John Hancock. Yeah. I just have John on my – I've got the – yeah. The slides pulled up on my John favorite.
1: Hancock and John Hancock. I think I mentioned yesterday on the Declaration of Independence. Mm-hmm. The reason his name is so, so large big. is he said because I don't I want King George to be able to see my name without a spectacles on. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you talk
0: about like this is a jab at King George yeah. for being such a tyrant. Yeah. So, uh, but that is a great quote. Yeah. We recognize no sovereign but God and no king but Jesus. That
1: that is that should be a bumper sticker.
0: Yeah. I, I think we're good there. We're going to sign off again. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Thank you, John Hancock. Yeah, exactly. You know, uh,
1: um, yeah, that, that, that is really good. And then I love the, um, I love the quote by, um, uh, Benjamin Rush. Mm-hmm. I mean, this, this is crazy. He says, um, my only hope of salvation is in the infinite love of God manifested to the world by the death of his son, Jesus Christ on the cross. Nothing but his blood will wash away my sin. I mean, I think I said yesterday, that sounds more like Billy Graham than right. it does a politician. Yeah. And you know, you look at that and I mean, that's not politically correct today for a politician to say that. And right. if they do say something like that. You're almost like dismissed right now. Yep. But some of those quotes, man, are just yeah, the right on the, the right on the money.
0: Yeah. I mean, look at a Patrick Henry's quote. It cannot be emphasized too clearly and too often that this nation was not founded by religionists, but by Christians. Not on religion, but on the gospel of Jesus Christ. Man, I don't think that's too hard to understand, right there. I mean, I think that they're
1: telling us exactly what you know we need. Uh, what what how this country started and um and john jay um you know he was the uh supreme court first supreme court chief justice um he says um providence has given to our people the choice of the ruler it's the duty as well as the privilege of our christian nation to select and prefer christians for the rulers that is a that is a tight quote right there I mean, that is not like, hey, uh, you know, we're just going to toss the coin. No, he's saying it's yeah. to your benefit to choose somebody who follows God yeah, to be able to, to implement to that you. again. Oh, my goodness. You right. Know, right. So, yeah, that's uh, that. That is really um, that's that's really good. Yeah. So one of the questions that I asked yesterday is, um, does America have righteous leaders? And um, and I told him the, the quick answer is yes, mm-hmm. but they're not in the majority. Exactly. And they're really not. I mean, and so and i and it breaks your heart when you look at you know the leaders that we have today and i mean even um even from the very top uh, position in 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 our land i mean we just don't have right. people yeah, who are godly and they do everything opposite um of god and um and one of the things that I mentioned yesterday is, what can we do? Well, uh-huh. We can pray. Absolutely. And we literally can pray. And I give a verse from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 16 that says, let's come boldly to the throne, or it says, never stop praying, and uh, let's come boldly to the throne of our gracious God, and then we will receive his mercy, and we will find grace to help us when we need it the most. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things I really enjoyed this past week, it was a uh, last Tuesday night, so it would be a week ago tomorrow night, um, is we had our night of prayer and I called it, um, old fashioned prayer service is what right, I called it. Right. And, and what I did is I handed out like 17 to 20 scriptures as people came in and asked them if they'd be willing to read these to set the stage. Cause when we got started, I said, here's what I want us to do tonight. I want us to hear from God. So we're going to read these scriptures. We're going to hear from God in his word. And then I'm going to open up with prayer. And then the rest of the evening, whether we go five minutes or the next four hours, whatever you want to pray about. We're going to pray about. And when, if you bring something up, you need to be willing to pray about it and we're going to stop right there and we're going to pray. So yeah. it was kind of an old Baptist, uh, yeah. prayer, you know, how they used to do the old prayer service. But, um, it was really good because some of the things that we brought up were some of the things about praying for our leaders. Yeah. And you talk about some really awesome prayers. I mean, I was moved. Yeah. I was, when I left there, I was moved, um, uh, Tuesday night cause I just the prayers that were were lifted up and from the heart. I mean, just humbly coming before right, God right. and wanting to see God move um, in this
0: nation mm-hmm. and in and, and what and what we do. So, so we can't we can't stop praying. Well, and, and that is something that you know I'm guilty of sometimes too. Of I, I sometimes only pray. When I need something, right? When something's going wrong in my life, but you know, you read it right there, First Thessalonians five seventeen. Never stop praying, and then you read the passage from exactly Hebrews about coming boldly before the throne. Um, but you know, I think all too often we we pray when we need something, exactly. But we we should, you know, our life should be a prayer. We that's the great thing about it. Mm-hmm. We have direct communication exactly. because of what Jesus Christ has done. Because we have the Holy Spirit in our lives, mm-hmm. we have direct communication with God. Whenever, wherever, mm-hmm. you know, no matter what. Right. And, and so we should be praying for things, but also one of the things in my life that I try to do is sometimes, and I know you, you do this as well. I, I just try to spend some time just giving God praise, yeah. not asking for any, and, and that's tough. Oh,
1: it's, it's brutal because you, you get like 30 seconds in, you're like, Okay. Right. I'm really a selfish person. Yeah.
0: But but you know, and, and and that's one of my things too. Like when I start a prayer, like that's how I try to to begin my prayer of just right. you know just front load it with with yep. praise because mm-hmm. that's you know if you look at Jesus's prayer that he taught his disciples pray, they came to him teach us how to pray. Right. You know, and and we call it the Lord's prayer, but you know, hallowed be your name. Right. You know, he, he's talking about how holy. God is, and He's giving God mm-hmm. praise in that moment. That's how He starts. So if it's good enough for Jesus, exactly, it should be good enough for me. And and, and, and that's a good prayer to repeat. But it's <clears> it's a it's, it's a uh, it's a it's an
1: illustration. Yeah. I mean, it is a it is a here's what here how example. you're to pray. Right?
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. And so you know, I think that that's something that we can't lose sight of of not just praying in the times when things are tough, right? Not just praying when something's going wrong, not just right. praying when we're not feeling good, but just praying. Constantly, Right. And and praying for those things, praying for, for our leaders, praying for our nation. Exactly. You know, praying for our children. That's that as a parent, as a grandparent. Oh, yeah. That's one of the most important things that we can do is to pray for our kids. Yeah. Pray for our grandkids.
1: Do you ever wake up in the middle of the night and you're like, you can't get back to sleep and yeah. you just start praying to God? Yeah. Have you ever done that?
0: Yeah. And I think sometimes that that's, I think sometimes God wakes me wakes up. Wakes me up, yeah. I you agree know, with like, that. It's like, okay, you need to spend time with me.
1: There was a, I think I have said this, there's a, I think it was last week or week before, I got up 2 o'clock, 2.30, 2 2.30 in the morning, and I was wide awake, and I just kind of went out in the living room, and I was like, okay, God, I'm up. What mm-hmm. what, what are you trying to tell me? Yeah. And, um, you know, and I, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer sometimes, so I almost need God to just really show me. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I do. I think God, God's like, you know what? We need to spend some time together, and you know, yeah. my schedule's not a twenty-four hour schedule. <laughs> right? Sorry that yours is, but exactly. you and I need to spend
0: some time together, yeah. and so I, I think that's a good time. Though. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, and that's important too. You know, of just sometimes saying, "Okay, God, what are you? What are you trying to tell me? What are you trying to teach me?" Mm-hmm. And then listening, and wow. that I think that's tougher than just spending time yeah. of just praise. Like, listening to hard, God's tough. Yeah, it's hard for me to listen. I like to talk.
1: Yeah. Well, you know, listening to God is pretty easy if you know if it's quick if god's right. not quick with what he's trying yeah. to communicate with you it gets really hard absolutely and then if he communicates something to you that you don't want it's even that it's much tougher. harder yeah i mean we like it when he does it the way we like it right but sometimes it doesn't happen that way yeah. and so what do you do i mean right. really what do you do um so well you gotta you gotta continue to keep your you know keep going to your knees and keep giving mm-hmm. it back to the father and keep listening to him because he's He's probably teaching you something, probably yeah. telling you, here's what you need to do, giving, sending you on a direction that you you have to go to. Right, um, right. But, man, yeah, prayer and spending time with God, reading the Bible, getting into that. I like uh, Billy Graham said, prayer is the most powerful weapon that we have in our spiritual arsenal to stand against the world's greatest enemy. And he says, do you know him? He presents himself as an angel of light. Yeah. And um he's right. Yep. Satan's going to try to present himself as something that he is not. And so we have to stand against him. We gotta keep we gotta keep praying. Yeah, so Yeah. Yeah, it's um I think that as a as God's follower and as a person who says, This is what I'm doing, I have to in my heart and in my mind make the decision and be intentional that I'm gonna stay with my myself glued to God's holy promised word in right. the truth of that and I'm gonna keep communicating with him. Because in the middle of me praying in Knowing the word and doing the word, mm-hmm. yes, God is going to speak to me. Oh, absolutely, He's going to speak to yeah. me, and He could speak to me through you, could speak to me uh, through a sermon, a song. He could speak to me through a child. Mm-hmm. He uses it all. Yeah, and I've been spoken to by a lot, by a mm-hmm. lot of different things, yep. and um, it, it's amazing. Yeah, God can even use the secular.
0: Oh, absolutely. It's crazy. He can even use the secular
1: yeah. to talk to you, and you're like, yeah. wait a second. That's not by accident. Right. Exactly. That's I
0: mean, not by accident. Yep. At all. Yep. I love the uh the scriptures, you know, it's kind of talking about <clears throat> us being a Christian nation that you, you used there. You had three different verses from from Psalms. Um Psalm eleven seven says the Lord is righteous, he loves righteousness, his countenance beholds the upright. And then Psalm thirty-three, one: Blessed is the nation whose God is the Lord. Mm-hmm. Psalm nine, seventeen: The wicked shall be turned into hell, and all the nations that forget God. And that—that's that's sobering. That's sobering. And that's—I think—that's
1: what I said before. That we need a righteous revolution. Mm-hmm. We need a righteous revolution in the name of God. Yeah. And so righteousness. God is all about righteousness. God is all about purity and um you know we hear so many people today you know you know hey you don't judge me don't tell me this i you can't tell me what i'm doing no i i'm not telling you what to do but god has a standard if you are his follower right if you're a part of the world knock yourself out and go go enjoy your life yeah. and uh, but yeah when it comes to you being a follower of jesus christ you know what no there are standards that you have to follow right and if you don't don't, right, but don't pretend that you are a Christian and don't pretend that
0: you're a follower of Jesus Christ. Exactly, because in that instance, you're leading people astray exactly. as well. And that leads perfectly into your next question. What part of the Bible where it says, thou shall not, don't you get? <laughs> right. What part of the Bible that says, don't do this, do don't you not it? understand? Exactly. Like, and, and And again, are you perfect? No. No. Am I perfect? Absolutely no. not. I have sin in my life. You have sin in your life. We mess up, but we strive not to. Right. You know, we strive to follow God's word. Exactly. And when we do sin, you know, and and, and I think, and and maybe we've talked about this before, I think that in our culture today, Mm -hmm. in the church, is a big, that's a big hurdle we've got to get over. We have to quit calling, Mm -hmm. we have to start calling sin, sin. Oh, I agree. Because for far too long, you know, I'm I'm 36 years old, and I'd say for probably the past— ten you you just had a birthday, you were thirty nine yeah, yeah, okay, that was my sixteenth um, birthday that one. <laughs> cool, um, but you know probably for the ten last ten fifteen years, I think the church has gone weak and and has started calling it, well, you know, they stumbled right well, they you know they they had a little you know a little fall there in their faith, but no, it's sin. they sinned mm-hmm. you know i mm-hmm. I sinned and and I think that when when I do sin. I have to go to God and pray. And, and you and I have talked about this before mm-hmm. where I need to pray out loud and I need to admit that sin out loud and I need to call it for what it is. It's sin. Exactly. You know? And so, you know, that question, what part of the Bible where it says thou shalt not, don't you get? Don't you understand? Um, and that's, you know, that's just
1: a great question. Exactly. Uh, and I, and I think that's right because, you know, we have so many, um, you know, people today who, um, proclaim and profess to, to be a follower of Christ. Right. But we, like you said, don't want to confess our sin. Right. We don't want to be honest about that. And the world definitely is not even on that, on that mm-hmm. bracket at yep. all. Um, there was a conversation that took place on Facebook and I'm not on Facebook, but somebody sent this to me and I was not going to actually bring this up because you start talking about this, but, um, person had posted this and said, um, God doesn't care if anyone cusses seriously, don't you think he has more, uh, on his plate than to say, oh my, that, and then she rolled it off some yeah. swear words. And, um, you know, uh, I, I think that sometimes that, you know, people, even Christians mm-hmm. when it comes to swearing, um, I think that it's hard, you know, yeah. I, I'll yeah. just confess. I, I swear sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I'm not proud of it. I'm not proud of it at all. And and it really, what happens after the, that moment is I'm deeply convicted, right? And that's where the Holy Spirit comes in. And mm-hmm. sometimes the Holy Spirit comes in and gently convicts me. Sometimes he <laughs> he comes in and he's not so gentle about the conviction. And uh, But that's where the Holy Spirit comes in to say, you know, because yeah. that's not who, you know, like we mentioned, um, you know, I think it's one of your favorite verses, Second Corinthians five seventeen. that mm-hmm, If yeah. anybody is in Christ, he's a new creation. The old mm-hmm. is gone, gone but the new has gone. come. Yeah. And I think that's a part of it. I, 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 like you said, you're not going to be perfect. You're not going to be uh, live a sinless life. Mm-hmm. But you are going to be able to allow God to continue to change you. Does that make sense? To To move you into a place that you need to be. So if you're moving into a place, it's like, okay, I may swear from time to time. I don't want to right. do that, right. but that's where the spirit comes in and okay, what? What led up to that? What what's in my heart? What right, what's in my right. mind? Why why am I so irritated about yeah. that? And yeah. um,
0: well, and, and what happened? You know, in that Facebook post of saying, you know, don't, don't, doesn't God have bigger things to worry about? What you're doing is you're lumping sin into different categories, but sin exactly is sin, exactly, is sin. exactly. And it it doesn't matter how big or how small in our eyes, Jesus still died for that sin, whether it's a cuss mm-hmm. word or it's you know adultery. Well, when you say, I mean, doesn't the Bible,
1: I mean, even in James, I mean, we talk about and the Bible talks a lot about don't let any unwholesome talk come out of your mouth. And we talked about that in James is taming your tongue. And part of that is what's inside of your heart. Mm-hmm. Another person followed up with that and said, no, it's not a sin at mm-hmm. all. Uh It's just frowned upon and used an excuse. Are you ready to judge people, especially by most of the almighty followers of God? Even if you're using it in a profane way or towards someone, um, in a mean way, um, it's not the words that would cause the sin. It's your behavior in doing it the wrong way, period. Swear words, cuss words are just words. And, you know, but here's the thing when it gets to that. I don't agree with that. Um, because, um, what happens is when you're, um, When you're, when you're using that language, is that you end up taking God's name in vain on top of that. Right. And every time, every time somebody, you know, uses the, you know, GD or oh my God or OMG, um, you know, that is taking God's name in vain. That's swearing. That's profane. That's using God's name in a way that you shouldn't be using that. So, um, right. And and I just think it's very, um, I think it's very difficult in this day and age because, Christians have to distinguish themselves. They have to do that. We have to be different than the world. Right. Um, the world has to see something different from us and then allow that we're going to talk about that in a couple of weeks about our witness and what right. we're supposed to do. So hopefully we'll we'll answer some of those those questions. But anyway, yeah, we
0: kinda of got side trailed, but that was good. Yeah, no, absolutely. And I, I love it's in Matthew twelve, I'm looking for it, but um <clears throat> where Jesus says that you know, out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. Exactly. And um here we go. It's uh, Matthew twelve thirty four. 34. He, <clears throat> he says, the tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its fruit will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. And then he says, you brood of snakes. How could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For what is in your heart determines what you say. Mm -hmm. And then it says, a good person produces good things from the treasury of a good heart, and an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on Judgment Day for every idle word you speak. Mm. The words you say Mm -mm. will either acquit you or condemn you. And so it it, it does matter. Our words do matter. And that, you know, and, and this may be off topic a little bit. But therein lies another problem, too. It's not just the world saying these things, but it's Christians Mm -hmm. and it's churches. There there are some churches that are so off track right now that they're going down these roads, whether it's something like that Mm -hmm. or it's homosexuality or it's whatever. Right. They're so off track because they're not not being founded on the Word of God. And that, you know, is kind of the, the next section that you were talking about there after that question of what part of the Bible where it says, thou shalt not, don't you get? Right. Psalm 40, verse 8. The grass withers, the flowers fade, but the word of our God stands forever. 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 It, Put it I think I it. said
1: yesterday, I was like, you know, Donald Trump is going to be gone. Joe Biden's going to be gone. Um, present day Congress and Senate's going to be gone. But guess what's not going to be gone, you know, 100 years from now? Yep. God's word. Yeah, exactly it's still going to be here I and they're going to be gone you might be hmm. 136. Yeah, I mean, this last little boost of immune shot for you, man, you might be. Right? Yeah, there you go. 136-year-old. Wow. You're going to be leading worship. Oh, wow. <laughs> Campfire, <laughs> night of worship, yeah. <laughs> s'more worship with Brandon. Yeah. I'll be like, you guys lead the worship. I'm just having a s'more. Exactly. <laughs> but no, you're right about that. I mean, um, the Bible literally is the foundation for everything that we do. Exactly. It, it's yeah. It is that. And you gotta put your feet on something. So if there is somebody who is a Christian and they're not putting their feet firmly planted on God's holy word, his truth, it is the, it is, sets the course for our life. If, yep. if you're not yep. doing that, if it's like, okay, I like a little bit of this, but I like, you know, I'll take 95% of the Bible, but I'll do 5% of this. You may not actually say that, but that's the way you're that's living your you're, life. Right. Guess what? You're not following the Bible. Right. Exactly. It's all or nothing. And, and I, when I came to that conclusion, it was so. Mm-hmm absolutely freeing mm-hmm. because you're not wrestling you're not wrestling with being god right i'm right. letting god be god
0: but that's what you're that 5% that's what you're trying to do you're, you're wrestling trying to be god you're
1: wrestling god to be god and god is so much better being god than i am right exactly although let's
0: admit sometimes we like to play god but it's, oh, not, it's not a good
1: place to be in the long run because we can't handle it yeah
0: i can't but but there there is hope for those of us who are in Christ Jesus, you know, you talk right. about Second Corinthians five and seventeen. Anyone mm-hmm. who's in Christ is a new creation. The old is gone; the new has come. And you you mentioned that verse later in the message, mm-hmm. but you you said you know you you read from Romans eight twenty eight. We know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. Exactly. Now that doesn't always mean that it's going to work out. You talked about that earlier. Doesn't mean it's going to work out the way we want it exactly, but it's going to work out for our good exactly. And that is something we have to understand, and and come to grips with. Mm-hmm. Of you know, it okay. This may not have turned out the way I wanted it. Yep. But God's using it exactly, and God's using it for my good exactly. And it may not be good right now. No. Nope. But it's going to be good in the long run. One hundred percent. And um, you know when you when
1: you actually put your faith and trust in God and that's a huge thing that yeah. that is an yeah, absolute is. huge statement because most generally most generally we like to hold on to something right that gives us our security yep and um we all do it we all do it but we're playing tug of war with right. God right but when we Put our faith and our trust and our hope in God, and we follow God's word, we follow His commands, and we confess our sins, and we're doing this despite no 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 matter what the world does, it leads us to freedom.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I'm I'm telling you, you're 100 percent free. And I don't know, I know you like this verse. Yeah, I do. And and that's the reason we sang that song exactly yesterday. It's John 8:36. If the Son sets you free, you will be free indeed. Yeah. Now that verse, let's admit, that is a lot. Mm-hmm. The son, if he sets you free now, he has. But am I gonna am I gonna live in that freedom? Right. It, it, it's. I think I don't know what service I didn't do it in both of them, and I can't remember which one. But I said it's like you being in a prison cell, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden you have the jailer come up and he unshackles you from the wall, opens up the prison door, and says you're free. Yeah. But here's what happens: you continue to live in the prison cell. You're not shackled to the wall, but the door is open. But you continue to live in a prison cell and you're not really free because right. you're still going back there. Yeah, You have to walk out of that prison cell to be actually free. And I believe with all my heart that some Christians do that. Yeah. I believe that they they have allowed Jesus Christ to unshackle them from the wall and open up their door, but they're still sitting in that prison cell. Yeah, And that's on them. Yeah. That's on them because they're still clinging to something that is not that's not good for sure. So if the sun sets you free, you are truly Mm -hmm. free indeed. And and I absolutely love that. Uh, And I, and excuse me, one of the things I said is that you're free from everything. You're free from right. the change of your past. You're free from shame and guilt, worry, anger, bitterness. You're free from it all. And the only reason that you wrestle with those things is because you continue to pick those up. You continue to want to play God in your life and deal with those things on your own instead of allowing Jesus Christ who died on the cross for your sins and for those issues that you're going through to handle those. Right. So
0: if he has actually set you free, you're free. Exactly. And and you just have to lean into him and you have to trust you know, trust in God's word, trust in God's truth, and trust the Holy Spirit. Second um, Corinthians three seventeen. You read this later in the sermon yesterday. I was actually getting ready to look it up, and I was thought, "Hold on, I've I've heard it recently." I, I wonder. I think you right. read it, and so I started searching down through here. Wherever the spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Exactly. Um, that is from the NLT. I think mm-hmm. the NIV says, "Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty." Liberty. Yeah. And I liberty and freedom. Exactly. Talk about a patriotic <laughs> right. Exactly. So, um, you know, the last question you had there, I think it was the last question, Um, you you talked earlier about, you know, you feel like God is moving. Right. Um, And and I would say that not just in our nation, I think just in the world, there's a longing for truth. Mm -hmm. There's so much disinformation. There's so much lying and everything out there Mm -hmm. that I think that there is such a longing for truth. And so your question was, how do we start a spiritual revolution? Mm Mm-hmm um and first you know you said it begins with you it does begin mm-hmm. with you you can't change me i can't change you Mm-mm. only i can change me and you can change you and so it begins with each of us and i, I i'm a firm believer that the way we live our lives just alone mm-hmm. just no words the way people see us respond to things right the way people see us um, living our lives on a daily basis, walking through the good mm-hmm. and the bad mm-hmm. is going to have an impact on them. Oh yeah. And they're going to be able they should be able to tell that I'm a Christ follower by the way that I live. Right. And, and I mean, let's just take you for an example. Um,
1: your last five weeks, six weeks of your life, yeah. walking through that whole event. Yep. You had no idea that was going to hit you right. the way it hit right. you and, um, you know, we're going to talk about that a little later on, suffering and, and all that, you know, in this mm-hmm. series. But, you know, you had no idea what that was going to do. Right. So what you could have done and reacted like the world and hit the panic button and freaked out and fearful and mm-hmm. and everything. But as far as I could tell, you didn't. Yeah. And um, unless you did it when I, you know. We were
0: <laughs> no, no. And that's the thing is. But you know what I mean? It's yeah, like and then
1: you, you have your witness. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, so. I know this is the craziest thing to think about like this is when you're going through those things. And this is really hard for me to, when I'm going through something to keep this in mind. Mm-hmm. What you just said. What's this going to be like? Right. What how can I honor God Ex- exactly with this and that's crazy thing that I'm going through.
0: And that's what it really boils down to is honoring God. It's that's what we're called to do with every fiber of our being is to honor God even right. in the tough parts. Exactly. You know and and I don't know. I I talked about my relationship with god with mm-hmm. my nurses mm-hmm. you know they knew that i was a worship leader and they talked about that i've got this tattoo on my arm um it's from one of my favorite songs um that we sing here it says my heart will sing no other name jesus mm-hmm. so you know i've got these these nurses coming in to check my blood and stuff here on my left arm right there and i had a couple of them they were like oh i like that tattoo i'm like thanks it's you know i'm a worship minister it's from you know one of my favorite yeah. songs i just love the the lyrics and and so i, I don't know what what that did right you know, but I'm just praying that God was able to use that. Well, you mean you're
1: always talking about worship, and you're you're laying in a hospital bed, and even though you're not singing, and you have a guitar, and you're not up front right. with words behind you, um, you can still worship God through glorifying Him exactly. through that situation. And I'm not saying that's easy, right?
0: That's not easy at all. Yeah. You know, it's kind of. Um, and there were times that I was down. There were times where, and it was more of just I didn't feel good, right? But but yeah, I mean, I I wasn't well. I was worried a couple of times when my oxygen levels got right. super low. And I told you that, exactly. but I wasn't, you know, I, I knew that no matter what,
1: there's a difference between concern, right? And, all out bona fide exactly. fear. Exactly. You know what I
0: mean? It's like, yeah, yeah. you got to be concerned yeah, for sure,
1: or and you would be a robot, right? Right, exactly. So,
0: but um, I, but I knew that God had me. We talked about it on our, our shorter podcast on exactly. Thursday. Is you know, God wasn't surprised by this. No, you know, He, he wasn't alarmed. No. He knew that I was going to get sick. He knew yep. that I was going to end up in the hospital. Right. And and so I just have to continue to live for Him. And and right. man, it's you know, we talked about it the other day, but I know that God. And, and the prayers, mm-hmm. there were so many people praying for me, oh, yeah, is what helped me turn as quick as I did. Because at one point, the doctor said, one day the doctor said it was going to be beginning of the week. Um, this was a Saturday. He said beginning of the week, they were going to hopefully step me down into a step-down unit. Yep. And then end of the week, hopefully have me home. Sunday morning, he come in. He was like, man, you're taking a great turn. Um, I think we can send you home tomorrow. So it went from mm-hmm. being stepped down on Monday to... Hey, you're going to go home on Monday. Right. And it's like, well, that, that's only God right there. Oh, 100% that's God. And,
1: you know, like, and no matter what you go through in life, um, whether it is, you know, you're in the hospital with, uh, COVID pneumonia or whether you're in the hospital and you're getting treated for a, uh, injury or, you know, let's just be honest, whether you are having experiencing difficulties uh, in with an employer yeah. or at your job or you're experiencing difficulties because of uh, a marriage issues mm-hmm. or whatever. There is something that you're going through right now that there's no doubt that God can use what you just read from his holy word yeah. for the good for those yeah. who love god exactly god can flip that god can change that god is going to use that and you have to be willing to be used now a lot of times christians don't want to be used because they don't want you to think oh well i don't want you to know i went through this right right you know it's like um a few years ago we're talking a long few years a long time ago (laughs) you were probably about 14 or so Um, but Anita and i had um you know we we experienced some difficulties in our in our marriage and um wasn't quite sure if we were going to make it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and that was very difficult. There was a, um, you know, when you, when you get to that point and you start talking about it and then when you actually sit down and you start talking to your teenage children about that and you look at their faces, it's, um, it definitely is not a, uh, a good place to mm-hmm. be. And for anybody who's ever been through that, you know exactly, you know what I'm talking about. But, um, I believed with all my heart that even through our mistakes and through, you know what, uh, you know what took place. That God was still in control. Now, Absolutely. I'll be honest with you. I never leaned on God so hard in my life as I did for it. Literally, I can I can tell you, it was like sixteen days where we were in limbo, and sixteen days is like sixteen years uh, when you when you start putting Thank it in, sure. into that. And um, but God took war issues and what we went through, and you're not going to believe this. You probably do. I think I've told you this before. But um after we got our issues um together, which was like in uh in a Mar- in March of mm-hmm. that year, in May of that year, the church where I was on staff, it was big church, thirty three thousand people, and uh, the minister called me into his office and he said, I wanted to ask you a question, would you and Anita like to be in charge of the marriage ministry here? Mm-hmm. And I was like, uh, really? He's like, yeah. He goes, I've been praying about this, and for some reason God keeps leading me to you. Wow. And I was like, well, that's crazy because I said, I don't know if God's actually leading you to us or if this is your idea because I said, here's what's happened to us. And I didn't go into great detail but in enough detail that I right. could get the the situation. And I'll never forget this. I was sitting in front of his desk, and literally he leaned up on his elbows, and he went, you know what? You're exactly who God wants to do this. Wow. He said, there's a reason why God was pointing me to mm-hmm. you. He said – "You." You're you're exactly the person because he said, you know, I don't want somebody in there with a perfect marriage. Right. I don't want somebody like that. Yeah. He said, I want somebody who knows they have to roll the shirt sleeves up and you got to work on this. Right. So. uh And if
0: anybody's listening, there is no such thing as a perfect marriage anyway. No, no, not at yeah, all. For I sure. Mean, not at all. Um But, but no, that's, yeah. that's great. It wasn't was you and Allie, but. Negative. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know that's a great testimony of just how God can take something you've been through exactly and use it for his good exactly and use it to do what we were talking about to affect other people mm-hmm. and to to help them in their faith walk and exactly that's, you know that's that's what it's all about it's not about just staying in our bubble and making sure we're good it's about exactly it's about helping others that's what you know that's what it means to be the body of Christ
1: yeah and i you know i i think sometimes that um as Christians, we we fail to share our struggles. Right. Yeah, because it's like it makes us look weak mm-hmm. or it makes us look like that. Not we don't as spiritual. Have, exactly. We don't have it all together. Yeah. But I think when we share our struggles with each other, whether we've gotten through that struggle or whether we are still in the middle of the struggle mm-hmm. and also say this is this is how God brought me through it or this is how God is helping me get through it. Right. And it's not like you're just struggling. But how is God helping you get through that? Right. I think that when you when you get down to the point, that is a great testimony. That is a great testimony. Yep. And, um, you know, you were at the beginning of the struggle when you know five six weeks ago. Then you were in the middle of the mm-hmm. struggle, and now God has got you through that struggle. But you're still working on mm-hmm. the struggle. Yeah. Um, it's it. There's a lot of patience involved as you're going through them. For sure. Whether it's what you're going through or whether it is something else, everything is very, uh, pinpointed subjective almost to where you gotta, you've gotta really watch what God is doing. For sure. And so that's really difficult when you're an impatient person like myself who likes to say, you know, God, um, it's been 24 hours. Right. Let's kick it up a little bit. Right. You're God. Right. Let's roll with this. And then when I get into the 48, 72 hour mark, I'm like, I think God's trying to tell Mm -hmm. me something and I don't know what it is. Right. This is going to be a while. I'm going to be here a
0: while. Yeah. So, well, I can say, you know, for me over the last month and then other areas of my life and in the past, you know, in my, in my past where God has brought me through things Mm -hmm. and, you know, God has been faithful Mm -hmm. and, and it, again, it didn't always turn out the way I thought it was going to be, but it turned out the way it needed to be. Right. And I know that, yeah, even though I still have a <clears throat> a battle, you know, an uphill—it's not a battle necessarily, but an uphill climb to go with my health here. Right. I'm getting there, mm-hmm. and God's faithful, mm-hmm. and he's going to see me through. And, mm-hmm. and it may take some time before I'm able to do things that—I know it's going to take some time before—you mm-hmm. know, I was pretty much down for three weeks. You know, I was—I had, you know— I had symptoms and was in bed for two weeks. Yeah. And then my oxygen levels dropped and I was in a hospital bed for five and a half days. Yeah. You know, and so naturally it's going to take some time. But, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm wondering, you know, did God need me to slow down so he could teach me something? And we talked, you know, the other day, part of that was just the the idea of control. Right. You know, I I really feel like he pulled me from, from here, from leading worship, just to be like, look, you don't have to be in control all the time. I'm in control. Mm-hmm. And, and man, you know, we talked about it. We had people step up right. like crazy. God was able to use them. And, and at the end of the day, he was glorified. He exactly. Was and that's really what matters. It, it didn't matter whether I was here or not. Exactly. Cause God was honored.
1: And the funny thing about it is, is that, you know, maybe it's a teaching control. I think I said this last week on the podcast is that, um, I was out of control. Right. I felt out right. of control, but, um, within that, you got to see God work yep. and God yep. was in control For sure. even though I was like I'm not quite sure what right. I'm going to do here and you know, um, did you get a little more gray while I was gone? I probably, I did, <laughs> no doubt.
0: I'm going to have to bust out that hair dye. So. Right, exactly. <laughs> oh man, no, I, I had like my, my beard had grown out cause I hadn't shaved it and stuff Yeah, and, and it was itching and I was like, oh, I'm just going to shave it all off. But, but then I, you know, I'd let it kind of grow back again after, so for about a week and, and I don't, I can't grow facial hair like some people yeah. can, like your son-in-law can. Oh my yeah, goodness. My son-in-law, J- J- Jonathan Mack, man, he can grow beard within like, he can shave, clean
1: he's, shave, and have a beard in three days. He's like Tim
0: Allen from the Santa Claus. Exactly. Like, you know when he shaved it, and then it like, exactly ten minutes later, it was back. He looks like an old um, Confederate general when he walks out. Sometimes, right? but no. Before I shaved on Saturday, my wife was like, "My goodness, you've gotten quite a bit more grays in here." You are like, "Thank you." Yeah, exactly. It's wisdom, babe. It's wisdom.
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh! Well, we better get back on topic. Yeah, right? probably. Probably. <laughs> I, I, um, you know, um. We can um I kind of went through the Founding Fathers yesterday mm-hmm. and kinda mentioned some of the some of the ones that some of the guys went through and I won't go through that right now, but um
0: I will say though,
1: um a
0: lot of those guys were from
1: a very great state. Virginia. Virginia. They were. A lot of and have you noticed a lot of them were named Thomas? Yeah. Thomas, yeah. That was Thomas. a big name back then. Um I I did ask a question toward the end of the message and Oh, you did have one more. It was um if you lost it all and you ended up in prison. Can you still be free? Yes. Yes. Yes, you can. Yeah. Might not be what you want. Mm, no. But you you can still be free. And I mentioned the Apostle Paul yesterday, you know, pretty much, you know, wrote most of the New Testament mm-hmm. behind prison bars. Yeah. And, you know. And think, just to read it, you
0: wouldn't know that.
1: You wouldn't know it. And, you know, and I think I even mentioned it's like mm-hmm. you read what he's talking about. You feel like he's a free man. He's sitting on a beach with a drink with a little umbrella in right. his drink. And, you know, he's just, hey, happy-go-lucky. And here's what we're going to say. Hey, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let's rejoice and be glad in it. Right. Well, things were good for the Apostle Paul. Right at all when when he wrote that and um so yeah we can actually be free and I love John 8:32 says you'll know the truth and the truth shall mm-hmm. set you free whenever you know the truth it will set you free. Yeah. And I think that's why we see so much oppression today in our, in our country is that people just don't know what the truth is. Yeah. And we've people... deviated from that. Exactly. So what's the truth about COVID? What's, what's the truth about, um, you know, Afghanistan? What's the truth about this? What's the truth about the uh, stimulus packages? What's the, we have no idea what the truth is because the truth has been so skewed. So right. there's so much oppression. Right. But guess where you get free? The truth of God's word. Mm-hmm. And once you dive into the truth of God's word, you can be like, you know what, world?
0: You do your crazy stuff. Right. right. I'm
1: sticking right here because but I, this is what guides me.
0: I think that's part of the problem. You know, you look back and the reason we're at where we're at today yeah. is because they, they took the Bible out of schools. Mm-hmm. They took prayer out of schools, mm-hmm. you know? And so that's, that's exactly why we are. So it's our, our job as Christ followers to, to speak that mm-hmm. truth. In everything that we do, um, <clears throat> George Washington said it is rightly impossible to govern the world without God and the Bible. Do not let anyone claim to be a true American patriot if they ever attempt to separate religion from politics.
1: I think I said yesterday, I'm like, he would be in p- impeachment proceedings this right? week. Right, right. George is probably rolling over in his grave. Exactly, and I, don't, I didn't have the quote. Um, on screen because it was so long but it's john quincy adams let me read his quote mm-hmm. i thought it was great he said so great is my veneration for the bible that the earlier my children begin to read it the more confident my hope is that they will be proved to be useful citizens of their country and respectful members of society yeah i have made my practice for many years to read the bible through once every year is that crazy john quincy adams john the quincy original adams. bible
0: recap he started it, and right? we didn't even know it. We didn't even know it.
1: Cobble has nothing on John exactly. Quincy Adams.
0: <laughs> You know, and then and then I love the quote from Honest Abe. Um, he said, I believe the Bible to be the best gift that God ever gave to man. Mm-hmm. Good quote. Yeah, that's a great, quote. That a great and, quote. And how true is that, though? Yep. You know, when we have questions, when we've got concerns, when we need to know something, yep. it's all there. It is there. You know? We just don't like to go looking for it sometimes, and we're going to talk a little bit about
1: that this Sunday um, because we're going to talk about this is enough, and um, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Bible that everything that we go through that's in there. Right. We just have to do what God's word says. Right. We just don't like to. We just don't like it what God's word tells us to do. So you know, if you're experiencing marriage issues, it's it's there. Yeah. It gives you everything. You've got to put yourself away and follow God. Right. And you know. You got to get out of your thing. Well, he said, she did this to me, or right, right. Well, somebody's got to do. Somebody's got to do what God tells you. What does God's word say? Yeah, you know, you both can't. Be children about this. Right. Somebody's gotta do what God tells yeah. you to do. And it, you know, if you're having troubles with your neighbor, trouble with another Christian, or trouble with this, or mm-hmm. you're dealing with an addiction, or yeah. it is there. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It is all there. Absolutely. Every bit of it. If you're having trouble with cussing, if you're having yeah. trouble, you know what I mean? Right. Fear, worry, anxieties, whatever. It's all yeah. there. Everything is there. I mean, it, it, when you look at the Bible and you look at God's Word, it is absolutely alive. Yeah.
0: Oh, absolutely. Totally 100%. alive.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's, you know, we've talked about that before, too, just with the Bible recap. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm a little behind right now. The last month kind of got me <laughs> right. a little sidetracked. I wasn't feeling up to reading or even listening to it. But, you know, we've talked about that, of just how, you know, this we're in our second year of it. Right. And it speaks to you so different, you know, and we've, we've hit parts. and It's like, wow, I didn't even think about that like that last year when we read through it. Right. But it is. It's alive and active. The mm-hmm. Bible says it's sharper than any two-edged sword exactly and and i think that that's where we kind of get get off track is we we don't dig into god's word exactly um you know as christ followers that should be the first place we go to right you know and so Mm -hmm. i started i'm trying to get caught up again now so there's my confession i'm behind in my bible recap (laughs) (laughs) oh gosh but you know I, i i think i
1: closed out yesterday by telling everybody that freedom has to be intentional Your freedom in this nation, you've got to be intentional about it. Don't let anybody take away what's already yours. Right. There is no way in the entire universe that I'm going to let anyone, and I mean anyone, and I don't care what office you hold, Mm -hmm. let you take away my freedom. It's not going to happen. I'm not going to listen to you. You did not give me my freedom. You did not do that for me, and you're definitely not going to take it away. And I'm not going to let you oppress me Mm -hmm. into that. And so you have to be intentional. Sometimes you got to stand up for freedom. So do it for sure. Just get a get a backbone and stand up and do it. And then the other thing is, is I got to be intentional about my relationship to Christ and my freedom in Him. Right. Because you can't take that for granted either. It's something that you continually got to walk toward and change and be looking at and, you know, working things out. And, you know, from the my my tiniest little thing in your life to the to the biggest addiction in your life. You've got to continue to work those things Mm -hmm. out. You know, why the Bible tells us to work at our salvation with fear and trembling. Right. To keep just keep doing that. So, you know, I would encourage everybody who's gotten this far in the podcast just to don't take your freedom for granted and be intentional about it. Keep walking toward freedom here in the United States of America, and keep walking toward freedom in Christ, and Absolutely. get in God's Word, and keep communicating, and keep praying with, to God, and just praise Him, and honor Him, no yep. matter what you go through, good, exactly. good, bad, or indifferent, high times, low times, or, or whatever, yep, but, for sure. but pretty good stuff, and next week should be pretty good, we're, Sunday we're going to talk about, you know, this is enough, mm-hmm. and um, and then the following Sunday, we're going to talk about being witnesses, you mm-hmm. know, going into the world. And the f- Sunday after that, I think is the 10th, we're going to talk about the Holy Spirit. And then we're going to talk about tribulation yeah. on the 16th or the 17th of um, October, um, where we're going to talk about, you know, persecution and suffering. There's two different things. And um, and then um, on the 24th of October, I believe, we're going to talk about the fear of dying. Mm. What's that going to be like? Yeah. So that should be a fun topic for it everybody. I'll yeah. get everybody pumped up that day. Right? <laughs> so that's what's, that's what's kind of in the works for the next uh, few weeks. So. I know. I've
0: got some work to do, you know, being off and stuff, and you've piped out some sermons. Good. I, so I got some uh, service planning to get done. Yeah, right. I still got to fill in some of the areas, but I, the
1: outlines are done. So, you, right. so you guys could work I can, I can work ahead. Because I, can yeah, work on my I stuff. hate dumping that on you just a week ahead ahead, yeah. ahead of time. No, that's so.
0: that's great. That's, that's good stuff. And that's, you know, that's what I, we talked about. That you know, where you, it kind of drove you crazy trying to get the service planned that one Sunday. Yeah. And it's like that's what I love to do. So right, it did drive me crazy. but, actually, but... hey, I got through it. You were already crazy.
1: <laughs> Well, yeah, crazy is not too far of a leap for me. it's just one it's, it's just, just one ledge to the next yeah. so just a step <laughs> it's just tiny little steps so. exactly but uh, we got a few uh you know we've already mentioned some of the things that are taking place uh here at uh in the r c c body you know the night of worship uh Sunday night and young at heart and we have the what we believe class mm-hmm. that is um gonna be starting um october, on october sixth third is it 6th? third third October 3rd. You're right. Yep. It's going to be starting on October the 3rd. And um, during the nine o'clock service. Nine. Yeah. Nine o'clock service. That's going through
0: November the 7th. That's it. Yep. Right. And you can
1: email the church at richwoodchurchofchrist at gmail.com to get your name on the list. You can sign up at
0: richwood.church forward slash sign up. Wow. So there you go.
1: So don't listen to anything I'm telling you. Yeah. Go right to Brandon. There you go. What, What am I thinking about next? Hamburgers. That could be too. I was thinking about the women's conference. Oh, Cafe Chocolat. Cafe, Cafe Chocolat. Chocolat. Yeah, I like that. So, um, but yeah, you can, um, you can register for that at richwood.church forward slash women. There you go. And, um, so that is going to be on Saturday, November 13th, correct? Sure. From 8.30 to 4.30. And a $10 donation is requested at the time of registration. So you, you can register where Brandon said at richwood.church forward slash women. So make sure you get uh,
0: get into that as soon as you can. So there you go. So a lot yeah, going good. on, and it's heading into a season where a lot more is going to be picking up. And so, like I said, I know that I'm not sure of the dates so we can get that, but um student ministry will have a couple of fifth quarters after some football games coming up. so Right. And then— um
1: how about the weather coming up this week? I am so
0: pumped. I actually know. am too. I'm done with yeah. the uh, heat. With the heat, all the humidity has been obviously with my breathing. just yeah. just worn me out. But yeah. you know, even though I'm not going to get to go hunting just because I need to build up my strength and stuff this Saturday, um, man, this it's like getting to be hunting weather and sweatshirt weather and yeah. And what we're moving into is going to be good. It's going to be good for a while. But you know
1: what's coming, right? I love it. I'm, I'm ready. Do you know what's coming? Snow. Mm. Yeah. And you know
0: what's coming for you every day? Complaining, complaining, yeah, yeah, griping from, from me, from you. <laughs> but I'll just sing Christmas songs and well, get that'll you, help out a little. Your spirits bit, back but up. Uh,
1: there's nothing. There's nothing worse than I walk out of this building at church, and that wind is whipping across oh, that cornfield. The wind is
0: rough. <laughs> the wind is rough. <laughs> I'm
1: like the wind is brutal up here yeah. in the winter time. It's it like it's like being in a wind tunnel. Yeah, like, this is crazy. <laughs> oh well, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you got to give a little, get a little, <laughs> right? Well, good times. Glad glad we're back. We did a whole full man. We're blown over an, episode. We
0: were over an hour and fifteen minutes. I know, somewhere man. There.
1: Everybody, if you're still hanging in there, thank you very much for absolutely putting up with us and getting off track a little bit. But uh, that's yeah. what we do here on Grounded. And if you guys haven't already, um you know, subscribed uh, to our podcast channel, go ahead and do that. And if you guys like what you hear, uh, would you forward this on to somebody and have them also subscribe? And, um, we would like to, um, since we were out of the loop, we probably should answer some of those questions that we have. Yeah. Gotten. We need to get and back if, if you guys have a question, go ahead and send it to us and let us know.
0: And, uh, we would love to, you know, chat about that on a later episode. Absolutely. Thanks again for listening. We hope you have a great week. We're uh, glad we're kind of back in our routine here. Routines are good sometimes. So, Craig, thank you for being here and hanging in for the long haul and staying awake. And You're welcome, and thank yeah, you. Hey, appreciate it. You guys have a great day. Bye.